The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to The Early Edge. I am your host, Alan Bell. We've got a fantastic show lined up for you today. And I'll tell you what, let's not waste any time. Let's take a look at how we did on Friday. And woo. Say this for myself, I continue the last two days. I've been kicked in the teeth, not been pretty, but luckily, that's why we love the early edge crew picking us up. Johnny B's been on a heater, man, picking everybody up. Side play comes through on the parlay. Brewers covering the run line there. Nevada Air Force on the over two. And Chip Patterson, Virginia Tech, or Virginia, I'm sorry, team total under 21 and a half. They come in right there. Solid. But tell you what, let's go ahead and bring in the stars of the show. This is enough of me yapping here. Gentlemen, looking sharp. First up, my man, Michael Roberts. How are we doing, sir? Doing excellent, and really excited about baseball. I'm excited to hear what uh, John Bowman has to say about the games today. But the wild card chases, I am just having so much fun with this, and I'm using it as as a betting angle as well. And I'm going to be chasing the Braves today, I believe. And I might jump back on the Orioles, too, because I'm going to do that work in a minute, but I'm interested to see what uh, Bowman has to say about it. But all the college football games, everything, it's going to be a great day. Yep, it definitely is, man. And Bowman, looking sharp, as always. Haircut looking great. I tell you what, too. Last night, you know, I was doing some things around the house, man, and, and had the TV on, uh, you know, CBS Sports HQ and Sportsline, the new show on there. Saw you all over it, my man. You were looking good. How are we doing? Yeah, appreciate it, AB. Well, we're doing great today. Uh, and on HQ last night, if you tuned in, you heard me say that I didn't like Judge to hit a home run, but I did like Pujols to hit a home run. So hopefully somebody was able to use that information to cash. But Tulane Green Wave football team is going for 4-0 for the first time since 98. I've got my shirt on. I'm super excited for tonight. So it's nice having a college football team to cheer for, A.B. There we go, man. The Wave, baby, pulling for you. And, yeah, dude, nice call on pools there. What did he hit, two last night? He hit two to get 700. Dude, that's incredible, man. That guy's career has just been awesome. And can you think of a better, you know, just representative of the St. Louis Cardinals organization. Fans love him. Like, it was cool seeing, you know, the fans get up and just get fired up for him. So that's great, man. All right, I'll tell you what, Baldwin, we're going to stay right here with you, speaking of baseball and the storylines that affect the betting lines for today. Uh, We've got another home run race that we're watching, Aaron Judge. All right, what goes into this? And like you said, you spoke last night in regards to him, excuse me, not hitting one, but yeah. I mean, how do we break this down? Yeah, well, so first off, I wanted to say congrats to Albert Pools, just the fourth player ever to hit 700 home runs and unreal feat for him. But there are plenty other non-baseball factors that are going into this Aaron Judge 61 home run race that we've got to talk about that are probably 
contributing to why he hasn't hit the 61 yet. Uh, especially because he's hitting him at a faster pace than Pujols is. Well, first off, he needs a pitch to hit. These are the baseball factors. He's getting no pitcher wants to be the the historic pitcher to give up the home run. You're going to have your clip playing constantly for the rest of history. So nobody wants to be that guy, but there are also a couple of non-baseball factors that we need to talk about. So he has his whole family at the game. He has Roger Maris's whole family at the game. He has his wife at the game. I highly doubt. I mean, I could be wrong here. I highly doubt they attend every home game in person. So if you're judge as a human, you kind of want to just get it over with so they can go back to their lives so you kind of add that the extra added pressure there. He's also pressing to do it at home. So his loved ones are in attendance. They can see the game. They traveled to Toronto on Monday. So he's going to be pressing to get at these next two games for sure. There are just so many more non-baseball factors that I mentioned that are going into this home run race. He is plus 145 to hit a home run tonight. There is no value at all on a plus 145 to hit a home run. Uh, if anything, I do think there's value on him at minus 195 to not hit a home run. So I think that would be the only angle you could go with here. Yeah, you know, that's a good, like, first off, that, that's a good look at it. And the other day, I think it was it was either Wednesday or Thursday, me and you were, were on a show, and we were talking about this, right? And it was like, all right, are we going to look at Aaron Judge hitting a home run? And I think I ended up playing it like over half an RBI, which didn't hit. But I was also looking at Aaron Judge doubles, Right. Like those come in like crazy. That man hits more doubles than anybody I've seen. And an interesting point, what you brought up in regards uh, to you said Roger Maris's family. Correct. That's it. Yep. Yeah. It made like it goes back, you know, to when Roger Maris was chasing it and Babe Ruth's wife, you know, was at the games, you know, when he was chasing it. And, and that movie 61 uh, in regards to, you know, Maris's original thoughts of the exact same thing of saying, you know what, I want to hit this in front of them. Let them get back to their lives do it respectfully. It's just crazy, man. How uh, I believe you know. don't want to cut you off, but I believe Maris no, no, did no. it on the last day, the last game of the regular season as well. So he yeah. literally had a deadline where his judge is kind of more putting it on himself. <clears throat> how many, how many games does, uh, d- does judge have left? Like roughly? I believe it's 11. Okay. I got to double check. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, Micah coming over to you, buddy. Uh, say what the storylines that affect the betting lines for today for this weekend. We've got NASCAR at yeah. Texas. Is that correct? Yes, the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500. Say that four times straight. That, Beautiful. That is some kind of title. Yeah, uh, really excited. Um, I don't. Do you got anything from uh, Trent Wade? Does yeah, have- yeah, I do actually. So, um, so he's looking at Kevin Harvick top ten minus one thirty five, and Chase Elliott over Kyle Busch minus one twelve. What are your thoughts? Yeah, about? I like the Chase Elliott one. I think he's going to roll to a, probably a top five as well. Kyle Busch, I don't know what's happened. I mean, he just kind of clanked it in the first uh, round of 16 stage, got eliminated from the playoffs. And that's the same thing with Harvick. I'm really skeptical of him, even though his entire career, he's been really good at Texas. Three wins, 14 top fives, a bunch of laps led. I just, I don't know what happened to the team. I mean, they got so high, they won at Michigan, and then won the next week at, at Richmond, both at like 18, 20 to one odds. And then just slowly, systematically just fell off every race since then and been horrible got chopped from the playoffs last week. So um, I'm skeptical of him, but what I do like is that we've had four straight races now where 20 to one odds or higher have paid out four straight races. I've never seen that before in my life. And also the first three races of the playoffs were won by drivers, not in the playoffs. So we've had a total of 19 of 29 
races this week, uh, drivers win races this season in 29 races. That's something I've never seen either. The parody and the new car, it's just been amazing and makes it for uh, exciting. And, and especially betting purposes, because you can take a driver now, like an Eric Jones at 66 or 75 to one and, and not just throw it on and like, ah, it's just a, you know, throwaway pick. No, he can actually win. And that wasn't the case just last year or the past years. You would say, yeah, they, this guy's got a chance, but you know, Jimmy Johnson's going to win. That's not the case this year. So it's uh, been a lot of fun for me. It's been fun cashing some, some large tickets uh, quite, quite often this season. And that's, that's a new phenomenon in NASCAR. So what I've done to compile my ratings for this race is specifically is take three races at the high horsepower tracks, a uh, two mile track at Michigan, Darlington and Kansas. And I got Danny Hamlin in all three of those races there. I've got Alex Bowman uh, doing extremely well in all of those as well. So I'm going to look at Bowman on top. Bubba Wallace is another guy, 18 to one. Bowman's 20 to one. Uh, Hamlin is the favorite, but I expect those guys to be uh, running up well, um, running for the win. Yeah, you know, and I was I was glad that you addressed that in regards to the parody, right? Because I was just about to ask you, like, how has it been from, you know, uh, not only a betting perspective, but just a fan perspective? And, and you answered it. Seems like it's been great all around. Like, you have so many more drivers that have the ability and opportunity to win these races. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's been fun. So I hope it uh, keeps going. Probably, you know, this is a long race. So um, it'll be one of those uh, that whoever, it's a marathon. And whoever's there, the last stage makes those final uh, set up and uh, uh, tune-up moves in the last stage and the last pit stop, and whoever does it the best, they're going to come up with a, have a winning car. There we go. This is the formula for success right there. All right. Speaking of the formula for success, these guys have some picks, and you guys want these picks. I, you know what? I want them, too, because I bet them as soon as the show ends. But before we do, let's take a quick break and hear from one of our partners. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. And we are back. All right, Mike, I'm going to come right back to you. You got one play, college football today. Break it down, buddy. What you got? Yeah, we're going to go with uh, Washington, and I don't think they've reached their ceiling yet. I think they're just getting started. Three games, three wins, three covers, and three overs. These guys score and score often. Uh, Kalen DeBoer, he has been amazing. He knows uh, Michael Penix. He was offensive coordinator at Indiana in 2019. Happened to pluck him up here, a new job, and I was skeptical at first. I was like, okay, this lot of teams, they're 4-8 last year. They can't have this turnaround. But when I saw the first game, I actually had Kent that first game, and it was like plus 23 and a half, I think. And when I saw Penix in the fourth quarter going for touchdowns when they were up 17 and they ended up winning 40, 45 to 20, covering the number, I was like, okay, so he knows the number. He's trying to fire it up his base. He's trying to fire up the alumni. He's getting everybody involved. He knows, you know, he wants to put up big numbers. And he's also got uh, 
uh, I believe he's putting uh, Penix in the Heisman race. And I think that's important because he's giving them all the opportunities to play out there, not resting them, playing them in the fourth quarter when they're leading and winning big like he did in Portland State. And last week it was a huge win against Michigan State. So um, I think he's going for the Heisman. He's got 340-plus yards passing per game, Penix, and 10 touchdowns, one interception. I think this continues. I think this is like a 2025-point win against Stanford today. There we go. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to kind of follow your lead here. I'm going to stay on the West Coast. I'm taking Southern Cal minus six against Oregon State. Now, it's on the road. It's in Corvallis. Corvallis historically has been a tough place to play, not only for USC. You know, we've seen Pete Carroll teams that went down out there. That being said, look, that has nothing to do with anything. I think this USC team is fantastic. I think Lincoln Riley's doing a great job. Caleb Williams, obviously, at quarterback, doing a good job. And it feels like, honestly, I think, Micah, you were the one that said it. It's like Oklahoma West. Like, these guys, play, they played with each other. They know each other. It's like they've been there at USC for years now, right? And I trust it. And these guys are putting up points big. I don't think Oregon State is all that good uh, completely as a football team, especially offensively. So I'm going to roll with USC, man. They keep telling me to do it. <clears throat> you know what? Uh, until they tell me to stop betting them, like, I'm going to continue to ride it. So that, that day might come. That day might not come. But I'll tell you what. Them boys are putting up points, and I'm going to continue to do it. All right, Bowman, I think you've got, what, three baseball plays today. Break them down, buddy. What you got? Yeah, it'd be three plays today. I don't think I've given out three plays on a show before, so this is a new one for me. But I got—I <laughs> really like record. all three plays. Yeah, we're, we're making records today. Um, but I really like all three of these plays today. The Braves on the money line is my first one against the Phillies, minus 130. They've lost three games in a row now for just the second time all season. But they have Kyle Wright going today, and their stopper is 19 wins this season. He's 12-1 and one with a 3.39 ERA in his last 15 starts. The Braves just always seem to win behind him for whatever reason. He also has two quality starts and two chances against the Phillies this season. Bailey Falter's been great lately. He's 5-0 and with a 2.45 in his last seven starts. But the Braves hit lefties a lot better than they do righties. Bailey Falter also faced the Braves in his last turn around the rotation, so the Braves batters were able to see him. Ronald Acuna has been out of the lineup the past couple of days. Maybe he's back in the lineup today. I do like it without him, uh, even if he's not back in. Uh, second play, we're going to go with the Guardians, minus 120 versus the Rangers. Cal Quantrill is starting today for the Guardians. He's 9-1 and with a 3.4 in his last 15 starts. Glenn Otto has been very hit or miss this season. He is a 4.11 ERA in his last seven starts. The Guardians have a massive bullpen advantage. They're ranked second in the league in the last 30 days. They're also 16 and three in their last 19 games overall. The Guardians' magic number is now down to three, which means any combination of Guardians' wins or White Sox losses adding up to three means they clinch the AL Central. So if they win today and tomorrow, the White Sox lose today or tomorrow, just a combination of three, then they win the AL Central. I think they see that they're ready to win the division. It's very close, it's in their sights. So I think they're going to push to get that. And then they'll rest their guys. And then my third play, we're going to go with the Blue Jays in the money line against the Rays. The Blue Jays dropped each of the first two games in this series, but they have their stopper going tonight in Alec Manoa, their ace. He has a 1.93 ERA in his last seven starts. He's pitched six straight quality starts, and he's two for two in quality starts against the Rays this season. Drew Rasmussen has struggled, allowing four runs in each of his last two starts, and one of those starts was against the Blue Jays. So I think the Blue Jays bounce back from losing the first two games of this series. And I like the Blue Jays money line, Guardians money line, and Braves money line today. 
dude, you know, Jacob deGrom is, is looking at Manoa and Wright saying, hey, how does it feel to have run support? Do you, is that is that fun? <laughs> is that enjoyable? Uh, also, I'll say this. Good betting karma here because I saw, I believe the dog went and laid down right beside dad there. You know what? That's always, <laughs> always good. We are very, very, very pro dog, pro pet on this show on the early edge. Let's make sure we get that one out there. All right, everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Let's take a look at the recap here. And yeah, I mean, the picks are glorious. I don't know about my editing jobs here, but the guys did their job. They look great. Micah Roberts on Washington minus 13 and a half. John Bowman's on the Guardians money line, Braves money line, and the Blue Jays money line. I am on Southern Cal minus six. And you want some college football picks. Son, we'll give you some college football picks. Tom Fernelli, Michigan minus 16 and a half. Kansas minus seven and a half. Iowa Rutgers under 34 and a half. Jacob Fetner, Rutgers first half team total under six and a half. Tulsa team total under 21 and a half. He's also on Southern Cal minus six and a half. Emory Hunt is on Jackson State minus 33. Jackson State, Mississippi Valley State over 49. Elon plus six and a half. Indiana plus 16 and a half. Kansas minus seven. Chip Patterson is on Maryland, Michigan over 65 and a half. TCU minus two, Clemson minus seven, North Carolina minus one and a half, UCF minus 20 and a half, Arkansas plus two, Kansas State plus 13, Arkansas again, I don't know why I listed that one twice, I told you, editing job, not that great, and North Carolina, yeah, I listed that one twice too, but wanted to make sure apparently on those two picks, get that one over, I, Allen Bell, am also on the Florida, Tennessee first quarter over 13 and a half, and Vanderbilt, Alabama first half over 33 and a half, and I'll tell you what, on that Vandy, Alabama, I think Alabama covers that cut that number by themselves. All right. You guys have heard me talk now for you're everybody's good for the rest of the year. Like there's no more that you guys need to hear from me. Uh, but no, we really do appreciate it. Everybody for tuning in. Thank you so much. Best of luck on your bets today. We'll be live Sunday morning, normal time, 10 a.m. Eastern. We'll also be live at 12 p.m. Eastern to break down the early and afternoon slate of NFL games and then 7.30 p.m. Eastern Sunday night to break down Sunday night football. But until then, everybody, best of luck. Let's cash these tickets. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks.